Recording live from the Northeast Georgia Business Radio X studio, this is Northeast Georgia Business Radio. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Northeast Georgia Business Radio. I'm your host, Tom Sheldon. And yeah, we're coming to you live from the beautiful Empower College and Career Center of Jackson County. I have with me a great guest, and yes, I know all my guests are great, but guess what? They are. I have with me a, a gentleman. I think you can say he's well-traveled. I think he knows a lot. He may not admit it, but I, I know he does. He's also a, a former Marine. If you can really be a former Marine, I think we all know you. You're, once you're a Marine, you're always a Marine, but now... He's doing some education, but the education is in the name of God. Ladies and gentlemen, with me today, from One Kingdom, Pastor Dave Whitworth. Dave, welcome to the Northeast Studio. Thanks so much, Tom. I built built you up, man. I built (laughs) you you up, brother. You really did. Everything I said said was true. (laughs) Uh, Except for that knowledge part, man. I'm not so sure about that. That's your passion, though. Yeah, oh, it absolutely is. Yeah, it is. Sure. Yeah, it is. Hey, I'm bold, but I am not going to fib right sitting directly across from the pastor. Okay. Well, you I'm not know, that bold. Tom, Tom if, if, if you do, that's okay. We actually see that quite a bit. <laughs> that's a whole different podcast, Dave. <laughs> it's good stuff, brother. Welcome, man. Thank how, you. How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. I you, really appreciate you, you having me. You just got back from Scotland. I can't wait to talk about Scotland a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was over there for a, for a week. We uh, are planting a church over there. Congratulations. And, yeah, thanks. And Glasgow. And we're doing something a little different. We're actually using a coffee shop really? uh, to plant to plant the church. They have coffee shops in Scotland. They do. They have quite a few I thought they just shops. had like scotch thing. Well, or, no, that's that's every, uh, every other corner. Every scotch. other corner. Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> And the coffee shop is uh, every couple blocks as well. Uh, yeah, so we're using a coffee shop. How is that going to work? It, this is rather unique, sir. It is. Of course, you know, here in the States, we see a lot of the uh, the big churches, the mega churches that have, you know, even Starbucks in, in their... On campus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in their narthex and, and things yeah. like that. But what we're looking at, especially over in Europe, you know, we're talking post-Christendom, a big fancy term to simply mean that in cultures like Europe, in, in England, in Scotland, we're talking less than 37% of the people that identify with any type of faith. Not that just, low. Just that low. Yeah, not even, not just Christianity, but uh, whether that all would faith. be all faith, Judaism, uh, wow. Islam. So uh, it's it's a different approach. It's taking an approach that is non-threatening to people. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an opportunity for something that people to plug into that they would do on a normal day-to-day basis. But at the same time, we're unapologetic that it's a Christian coffee shop. Absolutely. So we get to share you know the good news in just everyday everyday language uh, mm-hmm. with folks as we as we serve them coffee. So we're excited about it. Thirty seven percent that that's crazy. <laughs> it really is. You hit me with that. Yep. Any and idea why that is so low? That's that's a super open ended question. Oh and my goodness! Now now you just want to go deep right from the. I love to huh? go deep. What are you talking about? That's what we're here for. Okay. Yeah. Well, I sort of first got my eyes open to post Christendom Europe, if you will. Mm-hmm. I did some doctoral work over in England. 
England. I lived over in England for a couple of years. I said you were um, well traveled on the yeah, intro. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, at that point, it was uh, my wife and I and and two young daughters. Uh, so we actually that that's a cool part of the story too. Our our children at the time were in the largest elementary school in the state of Georgia. Okay. okay. And that was Decula back in back in the day, two thousand. Back in the day. And it was like the third largest in the country. Yeah. They went from yeah. that to a uh, a little village school that had a total of sixty five kids in it from kindergarten through fifth grade. Wow. So it was a great experience for them. <laughs> One they definitely would not have gotten into Cula. No, absolutely wow. not. But I, wow. I guess that's sort of the intro to... Uh, that's like two, just two classes in any grade level. Well, exactly. 65 that's, kids. Yeah. And it, wow. It was wonderful for them. For wow. me, I was just doing a lot of research, writing, and you know, teaching a class at the local college while I was working on this doctorate. But that's that's when I got exposed to, you know, oh my goodness, this is not the Bible Belt here right. in, in England or, or the UK or any of uh, Europe for that matter. A lot of people, I guess, arguably, as you'd say, as they became more independent, thinking more dependent on, uh, independent from uh, faith, but more dependent on governments or other oh. agencies, they said, yeah, we, we don't see the need to be uh, participating in faith communities anymore. This uh, pandemic, COVID, no mm-hmm. matter what you thought of it or what anybody thinks of it, it was a major cultural shift in our society. Oh, it was. And it was. that's honestly, Tom, how we came about at One Kingdom. And the reason that we came about is we were just folks from different churches, and our churches had closed down. And I get a call, I guess it was probably July of 2020, from some good friends of, of a church that I had pastored previously, uh, or pastored at previously in Decula. And they said, hey, uh, Dave, wow, we got an idea. How about, how about uh, what do you think about the idea of doing an outdoor praise and worship service? Yeah. And I'm like, man, I don't have to think about that. I think that's a fantastic yeah. idea. Why aren't we doing and, it already? And yeah. then they said, yeah. well, will you come and speak? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, you got me there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So I said, sure, I'd, I'd love to. Uh, so we set something up for that next month. I guess it was July because we set it up in August mm-hmm. and uh, did it outside this family's home. We wanted to be mindful of, you know, rules and regulations and sure, all that stuff. Sure. So we met outside, had a great gathering. People really enjoyed it. And they said, can we do it again? So yeah. we look around and we're like, sure, we can do it again. So we started doing it on a more regular basis outside still. And then cooler weather started rolling around. Right. And they're like, what are we going to do? And we all looked at each other and we're like, well, let's just go inside. And, you know, if, if, people are concerned. They can wear a mask if they want to wear mm-hmm. a mask. If they don't want to wear a mask, they don't have to wear a mask. So that's sort of or how they could got... they could go home. Oh, yeah, exactly. If they really didn't feel comfortable, <laughs> well, that's... they could stay home. Well, that was sort could of Could you zoom approach. them in maybe? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, well, we did all that. I'm I not mean, trying to be a, a smart aleck here, but I mean, if someone's not comfortable, they could stay home. Well, I, I appreciate your perspective because that, that was ours as well. Let's not uh, let's treat adults like adults. Yeah, let, let them, them make actually their own decisions. make decisions like um, your and, and live with it. If you sane-minded people. Yeah, if you don't feel good, then don't come. Yeah, stay <laughs> home. So yeah, so that was uh, that was the fall of, of twenty. Everybody kept asking, "Hey, you plant a church? You plant a church?" Mm-hmm. My answer was always the same. No, 
<laughs> no, we're not planting a church. The church was planting itself, yeah, my friend. Exactly. Well, we rolled around to spring of 21. At the time, I had been teaching seminary down in uh, Atlanta with the Interdenominational Theological Center. It's a consortium of five denominational seminaries and one non-denominational one. And I was chair of evangelism and taught mission theology and evangelism and Wesleyan history and polity and all that good happy stuff. So I, I had a really nice job that I loved very much. <laughs> But yeah. I was being asked by a bishop that I served with on a board if I was consider prayerfully consider taking his church in, in uh, South Carolina. So I, you know, went on Sunday like I normally do and shared the message and said with the folks there, uh, folks, I've been asked by this bishop to take this church in South Carolina. Will you pray for me uh, about it? And they said, no. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? No, I, I actually started laughing. I said, what do you mean no? I mean, I'm not used to being told no that they, you're not going to pray joking. for They were joking. They were not joking. No, they weren't. They weren't joking. And uh, I love said, that. They said, look. They man, were being very real with you, yeah, sir. Yeah, absolutely. They said, I like look, that. man, you might not get it, but we think of ourselves as a church, and we think of you as our pastor, and yeah. we want you to be our pastor. Our pastor. And I says, great, now i got two things to be praying about. <laughs> Long story short, we did plant this church. It's one called uh, One Kingdom Church. Uh, we're located, uh, we started in a house. Yeah. Uh, it was a house church, and we recently, uh, just in September, moved to uh, the Heather Wayne Dance Academy off of Thompson Mill Road in Hushton so that we could have a little bit more space. We've been running there for a little bit, but we're also doing some work and some ministry up here in Jackson County in Jefferson, uh, specifically using the Jackson County Historic Courthouse. Right. We've been doing a worship service uh, once a month on Thursday night, but we're actually going to have another one coming up. It's going to be a Christmas Eve service, December mm-hmm. 24th, Sunday, right. Sunday evening. We're going to have our normal service down in Hushton in the morning, mm-hmm. but we're going to come up and we're going to have a Christmas Eve candlelight service. So we're going to gather as we typically do at 630. It's going to be light refreshments, and then we're going to enter worship at 7. So we certainly want to get the word out there. If you're looking for a good community, if you've been searching uh, for for that home church and and you just don't have one, or if you're just simply curious, if you want to hear some good singing, some good music, you know, maybe it might be some halfway decent preaching, or we'll we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, you understand the importance of community. I do. You do. You truly do. Now, here at Northeast Georgia Business Radio, we have some great community partners. One of our great community partners is Chubby Hippo Signs, specializing in commercial signage that helps your business get noticed with many types of indoor and outdoor visual communication products. Jeremiah and his team can provide everything from a yard sign to digital printing and everything in between. Commercial pole signs, monument signs, electric message displays, you name it. Visit ChubbyHippoSigns.com, that's ChubbyHippoSigns.com. Turn your dreams and ambitions into successful business. And while you're at it, visit our new website, NEGABRX.com, to see all our great community partners. Dave, you still there? Yes, sir. Awesome, you didn't run off on me. (laughs) Not too far. I got bills to pay around here, man. Big shout out to our good friends at Chubby Hippo Signs. Jeremiah and those guys are awesome. What were we talking about? We were talking about community. Yes. Yeah. The importance of community, building community. Love it. Yeah. That's you. That's I like can't. a picture of you. Well, I don't know about that, but I. Well, but you're I know, doing it. I know it's. You're impo- doing it. I know it's important to me. I know it's important to uh, not only us at, at the church and in the church, but we believe it's just right up there with 
what Empower does as far as education. It's about being there for people. It's about making connections. Yeah, it's about support. It's about having that friend that'll have your back when things are tough. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, you know, as we talk about in the life of the church, offering each other some accountability as well. Yeah, especially when the congregation says, no, you can't go to South Carolina. <laughs> And, and yeah, sort of hey, have no. to listen to them. Yeah, so I'm you might want to. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Apparently, you did. I'm right. glad you did. You wouldn't be here right now. That's right. No accidents. No, no chance. I it's, don't believe it was an accident. Exactly. I, I, I don't. I don't. So, how did you get involved with the historic courthouse down here in town? That's a good one. Is, um, is that a, is that a story we can tell? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah, good. So it's, I, no. <laughs> we hadn't talked about this before. I've I don't been, like to ask questions <laughs> I don't know answers to. You know, that's that's a good point. You know, oftentimes uh, you don't well, just yeah, show up down there and say, "Hey, we're going to sing here. We're going to do this." No, no, and and no, I hadn't set foot in the courthouse when it was a court either. Good. Yeah. So I had not either. <laughs> now I've had jury um, duty right, at the new right. one. Sure. But other than that. Knock yeah, so no, this this is this Knock is the wood. short short part of that story, uh, Tom, is that when we were looking from moving from being the house church into a new location, we'd ha- we'd have more space. Right. Um, right. We we sort of you know just canvassed the area. Mm-hmm. So we looked at a place. Uh, we picked found a place in Winder. We found a place in Hushton, and we saw this historic courthouse up here in Jefferson. Right. So what we did is we just put these options together uh, for, for the church family, brought it to them, and let everybody have a vote as far as where would you like to see us for the time being. The Hushton address won out. Yeah. Uh, slim slim margin, oh, but, wow. but they did win out because it seemed like there's more folks right there in that. In toward that, that side. Toward that side. But there's a lot of folks that really fell in love with the historic courthouse as oh, well. Yeah. And that's why Hard not to. we met uh, yeah. met some wonderful folks up there. Oh, gosh, uh, the yeah. event coordinator is Sonia Jones. She's and, awesome. Yep. Thank the world. I believe that's how you and I met. That's it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Met with Sonia and some of the folks that work there. They were just so excited that we were considering it. They said, look, even if you don't pick this, will you come up here and do some things? Yeah. It's a ministry. And we and we said, absolutely. We yeah. certainly will. Yeah. And off you ran. That's it. How often are you at the courthouse now? We're actually doing a service once a month. It is once point. a month. Yes, it is yes. once a month. So we've only we've only done three so far. Right, you're just easing into it. We're just easing into it, but it must be successful. I think it has. You been. wouldn't keep doing a- it. Absolutely, we get a wonderful response from the community. Yeah, as well as some of the gentlemen that are they're out of the detention center. Uh, okay, so yeah. we so we actually have some of the uh, some of the folks that are able to come over there and participate in uh, in worship and worship as well. They've really enjoyed uh, being able to come into the courthouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a conventional church, as we well know, right? Right. right. Uh, because there's many of many folks that, you know, just haven't, frankly, been comfortable. It's always hard to go into a new situation. I don't, I don't it doesn't matter what it is, right. whether it's a new right. school, whether it's right. a new job, whether it's a church building. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of people out there that didn't come along and grow up in the church, the notion that you know, hey, this is curious. Let's there's some kind of a service going on at a historic courthouse. Mm-hmm. Let's go check it out. So we've had a good response from folks that uh, actually have never even been to church before. Now, you're big on education. Yes, the yeah. education word appears a lot as we've been talking. Sure, the word of God. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's it. You know, we believe uh, in in the scriptures and a scriptural authority. You, you know, are reading straight out of the Bible. 
Yeah, okay. sure. We okay. read uh, straight out of the Bible, and that being said, we also, you know, you have to talk about the word theology as far as what does this mean? Right. Um, right. How does this apply to our lives? Why, okay. Why is it important? That's the education. Sure. Okay. Ab- absolutely. Okay. How, how does all of this connect? Education, we can hit it from two or three different perspectives. Probably me, more than that, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> well, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I do like to think in threes. Very Trinitarian that way, okay? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> but I started in education. Uh, My undergraduate degree is in uh, secondary education, uh, history, uh, Mm -hmm. social studies. So I taught in public schools for five years, and I loved it. You know, I really enjoyed that. But at the same time, I became very much involved in working with children and youth at the local church. They invited me to do children and youth ministry full time. And then, as you often hear in Christian community, that notion of being called. uh, You know, I understood God had a call on my life to full time serving ministry. So that went from you know, educating in public schools to uh, attending seminary, right. and then also uh, teaching undergraduate. Ended up doing a, a doctorate, a PhD in mission theology and Wesleyan studies. My background's Wesleyan Methodist, uh, so I've taught in seminary. I've taught undergraduate students, had the great privilege even to teach, as I said, in public schools. Wow. So education to me is important. Yeah, it is. And it translates real well uh, as far as full-time ministry. People really try to pigeonhole me. What kind of pastor are you? Well, I'm a teaching pastor. What kind of pastor are you? (laughs) The man's a Marine, okay? Don't mess with him. Oh, I don't know about that. Just saying. Just saying. You were in the Corps 40 years ago? Yes, it's it's Ish. hard to believe. Almost. Yeah, 80, 84 to uh, eighty four to uh, eighty eight active, yeah. and a couple years inactive. So bless you for that. Th- oh, thank you. Yeah, it's a privilege to serve. Dave, before we get out of here, what did we miss? I know we need to get the website. One of the things that I would say, Tom, I appreciate that. One Kingdom in the work that we do, uh, even down in Houston or up in Jackson. Mm-hmm. We always, as you mentioned earlier, we want it to be real. So uh, right. it's not something that we just think of as an event or an activity that we attend once a week or even twice a week. We think of it as this notion of a whole life discipleship. Okay. Uh, so for us, it's 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 real. We have these three core values. We always talk about growing, sharing, and serving. You know, we can always grow in our faith in Christ. We seek to share the hope of Christ with others. Mm-hmm. Very important to us as well is the notion of serving uh, with the love of Christ. Some of the ways that we do that, because we're very hands-on, we partner with uh, Operation Christmas Child, Samaritan Hands. We sponsor children to go to school in Paraguay, Paraguay in South Mm -hmm. America. We support missionaries in South America and also over in Scotland. We partner with an outfit that's a great nonprofit called Helping Mamas out of of Lawrenceville, and they do some great work uh, with with, uh, young ladies that are having children for the first time or they're struggling. Um, So we partner with them. So we're very hands on as well. It's it's not just simply gathering for praise and worship, which is a wonderful and blessed mm-hmm. thing. It's about being active in the community that we live in. Living it the other six days of the week. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. That's important to us. Yeah, it is. What's the website? The website is onekingdommission.org, and it's written out as the number one, the word kingdom, a dash, and then mission. 
dot org. Dot org. Yes. Nice. And that, yeah. there are ways people can get involved. Absolutely. It, it has. It's uh, all on the website. It's on the website. Over the years, I've written, I don't know, probably a few hundred devotionals. So we put devotionals on there. There's a devotional that's there every single day. Uh, except for Sunday, and of course, right. <laughs> Sunday it's like, hey, come and join us. You at can worship. get that one in person, folks. <laughs> yep. When is service? Thompson Mill. The location. Thompson Mill. Yeah, we we gather for fellowship at ten fifteen. Okay. Uh, fellowship is really important to us. Absolutely. Um, then we get, go into worship at ten forty five. Okay. So gather for fellowship at ten fifteen. We always have fellowship snacks and coffee and just good conversation. And that's one of the things that One Kingdom has been known for. Is Nice. Uh, good fellowship. Nice. And when are you here in Jefferson? We are next going to be here in Jefferson. Uh, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, December 24th. It's a Sunday evening. We're right. going to gather for fellowship at 630, 6.30 and start worship at 7 p.m. And have everyone home before Santa gets there. Absolutely. We don't want them to miss nice. the presents. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. You're never too old for Santa. Ever. Dave, thanks for being here today. Tom, thank you so much. This I really fun. appreciate you. This was fun. Uh, thank you for the work you're doing in the community. Thank you, sir. You're kind of new up here, so keep doing what you're doing, man. Looking forward to it. This Gr- is grow a- those roots, brother. That's it. Great community. Thank it, you, Tom. It, it is a great community. It, they're going to play my music any second now. I'm vamping at this point. You know how it goes. Oh, there it is. Hey, David, it's actually crystal clear this time. Inside joke, folks. Hey, check out One Kingdom dash mission.org check out what pastor dave is doing i'm tom sheldon we'll talk to you soon